Good evening, or morning, or if you're catching on replay, give me a hashtag replay. I wanted you to meet somebody. This is my little man. This is our little man, Dominic, and uh, I wanted you to meet him. He's a cutie, um, and he taught me something really profound this week. I've known him for a week. We met last week when he was born. It was a very special day. If you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, just observing him and being present um, with him has given me some, some perspective. And it's had me thinking a lot, especially as we work with clients who are going through various stages of transition. Uh, yes, yes, yes. This is our. This is my special little boy, Dominic. Apparently, I looked just like this when I was his age, and I don't need to do the paternity test with Mori Povich on this one. I think, I think we're okay. I think, Diana, I think we're safe. I don't need to do the. I'm taking a look. Yeah, there is apparently there's an evolutionary benefit um, when a child is born that the first two weeks, especially, they look like dad because there's an evolutionary benefit that. If he looks like me, well, maybe I won't, you know, toss her to the curb and, and leave them. So it's kind of cute looking into his face and then seeing that, hey, this guy kind of looks like me, but a newer and more improved version, I hope. So uh, <laughs> I just wanted to, as I was sitting here, uh, fatigued out of my skull because, you know, he's pretty much up all night and sleeps all day. Yeah, I'm talking about you, little fucker. <laughs> and um, and uh, now that I can kind of... I, ha I haven't been doing these transmissions that much because I want to focus on serving clients who are sometimes going through some challenging times and take up a lot of time and energy. Uh, and I wanted to conserve it and spend it with this guy. And um, he's shat on me a couple times today. So if you hear a little rumbling in the microphone... I'm going to blame it on him. <laughs> so um, what I've learned from him is there's something really interesting in, I think th there's a biblical quote that it says that we are to try to become more like children. I, I forget what it was. I think, Gretchen, I see you here. Hey, thanks, Suman. Thank you so much. Um, I forget the quote. I'll find it for you. I'll put it in the comment section. But it says something to the effect of um, to kind of to enter the kingdom, we should try to become more like children. And I, I, I really resonate with that because the work we do with our clients is really about connecting with our younger selves. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, I started integrating inner child work with the cognitive work that I do. And it totally was the missing piece, was allowed me to transform my relationship specifically with myself to go from self-loathing, unconscious self-loathing that I was projecting outwards to really loving those younger parts of me, right? That I rejected or denied. Um, oh, Matthew. Uh, oh, Diana just gave it. Diana found me the quote. She's my researcher. It says in Matthew 18, 13, and he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Let me say that again. It's Matthew 18, verse thir th three, and I'm not even Christian, uh, but this quote is like bang on. Matthew was bang on. He said, 
And truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Interesting, isn't it? Think about that. So there's something to that. And when I look at Dominic and I just have been observing him, it's like he's got it figured out. It's like he's got life figured out. And it's like everything that he already is. I do a lot of inner work and personal development and spiritual kind of learning to try to be more like him. Look, he sleeps when he wants to sleep. He shits when he wants to shit, just lets it rip. When he has feelings, they come up and then they move through his body. Like earlier today, he like was so gassy and uncomfortable, he couldn't get comfortable. He was screaming. He was like letting it rip, right? Screaming. And then finally, he compl oh, did I just wake you? <laughs> like you wake us up sometimes. And then he lets one rip. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, and then goes to sleep. And right now, as you see him, do you see any impact of the tantrum that he threw like four or five hours ago? No. He doesn't have a story about it. Doesn't have a judgment about it not making himself wrong he's not doesn't seem like he's shaming himself for it at all he has feelings that come up and he allows them to pass through and what i learned from dominic is that feelings come up so that they can leave and that somewhere along the line we start off in the kingdom of heaven i mean there's nothing other than divinity and heavenliness about him, as you can see. There's, he's absolutely perfect. Absolutely love him. So the question you really want to ask is, at what point then do I separate from that divinity? At what point is it in my life, what causes me to separate from my already perfection that I already know I am. I mean, when I first saw him, the first, I think it was the second day I looked in his eyes and I burst into tears because of how much I love him. And then I thought to myself, why is it that I can't feel the same deep sense of love for me? And the answer is because of conditioning. You've heard in your church that you shouldn't, that it's not right to love yourself. That's arrogant. Or when you have feelings that come up and you have parents that don't know how to handle their feelings when you cry, like when he cries, I get all worked up and then I make it mean that I'm a bad dad so I try to suppress his tears. That's me downloading my insecurities and impacting him and making his feelings wrong. And then he gets a message that expressing his emotions is not right is shameful, is inappropriate. Him fully, us fully self, the self-expressed people that we, the self-expressed humans that we are, when we start our journey on this planet, being like we're from the kingdom of heaven, we completely fracture, fragment, and dissociate from that because of cultural, simply because of societal, and parental rules and shames 
and um, traumas downloaded onto us that cause us to abandon ourselves, question our feelings, invalidate our thoughts, our emotions, and basically detach and hate ourselves. I work with people who literally tell me, I hate myself. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. I totally get that. It sucks living with shame. And in fact, I think I believe that the root cause of why we have health issues, the root cause of why your relationships don't work very well, the root cause of uh, why you know finances don't come to you, is because we are holding on to shame that's causing us to feel unworthy. But we start off fully perfect and worthy. The question it, that we're wise to ask is, what was it that caused me to break, to, to fracture from my worthiness? And it comes back down to childhood wounding, attachment traumas from our upbringing. Now, I've been teaching this stuff for the last little bit, and then now here I am in a scenario where I'm responsible for raising this little boy. I'm, you know, partially responsible. Diana and I were, were responsible. And knowing all of this stuff and having my own emotions about whatever he's going through. And now begins our journey of me observing him through life and becoming consciously aware. My goal is to become a conscious parent so that he... Um, shows up in the world fully connected to his own inner voice and feeling absolute self-confidence that he can handle whatever challenges are on the way. That's my job. And I believe I can best do that by allowing him to fully express himself. And when his expression challenges me to be able to look at myself and see what, what, triggers this is bringing up for me you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world which is nervous system regulation becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less it means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds anytime there's reactivity there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. So that I don't allow his expression to, um, I don't allow his expression to, um, 
cause me to react in a way that shames him, judges, and abandons him. So that he can actually live in this, show up in this world powerful, feeling a sense of freedom, uh, not questioning his own inner voice. That's my goal. And what I learned from him is that is that all of the work that I do, all of the work we do to develop ourselves, to heal, is so that we can become more like little children, freely self-expressed. And the thing that he's taught me is to not really make a story or a judgment about whatever feeling's coming up. And I'm passing that on to you. When a feeling comes up, for example, right now, go ahead and write in the comment section, how are you feeling right now? How is it that you, how will this change you as a parent? <laughs> Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom. Absolutely. Thank you, Gretchen. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I believe I showed you that one, right, Gretchen? Um, so the, the message from Dominic through me to you is, what are you feeling right now? What's going on? There's a life, some of you I know on this, on this chat, you're going through a separation. You're going through a life transition right now. I mean, we're all in a transition in this post-apocalyptic COVID whatever. Many of you watched the debate and got completely triggered and are literally living in a state of fear and panic. You've basically given your power and your freedom to other people, to these characters on television, and you feel that... <coughs> the future of humanity is in their hands and we've always gone through the same narrative in every election and we really think that that's going to really you know the, the results are going to kind of play out and uh, really make a, a deep impact in your day-to-day -day life and we, we love to kind of tell these stories and just get all immersed in drama but I believe that we use those as distractions so that we don't have to look at ourselves so that we can look at the war that's happening outside and just get frustrated and pull our hair out and go, oh, this is so triggering, just as a convenient distraction so that we don't have to look at the conflicts that are going on within us. It's like watching soap operas. All because we don't have c the courage to sit with our feelings. Why? Because we feel that whenever the feelings are there, the feelings that are going to come up, they're not going to go away. That if we allow ourselves to feel them, that negative feelings are bad and that we're trying to get rid of them and then they're inappropriate. And that if I allow myself to feel them, I'm going to stay there forever. This is what I hear from most people. And what I'm here to tell you is that your feelings are coming up so that they can leave. Look at this guy. He had an absolute conniption fit before blowing out his diaper. A few hours ago he has zero judgment on his emotions in fact because he let them through his body he's now in a very relaxed happy-go-lucky state the same thing will happen with you unless you change and become like little children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven to me it's not this place kind of kind of from a biblical scripture the kingdom of heaven is now the kingdom of heaven is gratitude the kingdom of heaven is feeling safe in your body and being able to be present that's the kingdom of heaven because if I really 
am able to be out of my head, out of past, out of past traumas, out of future worries, and I can be in the present, I'm aware that the kingdom of heaven is actually right now. I mean, look, he right now is in the kingdom of heaven. Look at him. He's in, he's in heaven right now. And me being present with him, my heart is full of gratitude. That to me is the kingdom of heaven. It's not something that you got to go out there. It's in here. And it comes from becoming like a little child and allowing whatever feelings that are coming up to allow them to pass without a story. They're coming up. Oh, those sounds are beautiful. They're coming up so that they can leave. And it's time we stop shaming ourselves. It's, stop, it's time we stop judging, abandoning, blaming, and shaming ourselves. As my friend Dr. Uh, Russell Kennedy uh, talks about jabs, judgment, abandonment, blame, and shame. Every time you get triggered, every trigger you go through, you go through the exact same story of a dissociation and a shame of a younger part of you. There's many of them. There's many younger parts. We have attachment traumas, we have attachment wounds that have caused us to dissociate from our childlike self and our journey to healing is all about going into the body and reconnecting with the younger parts of ourselves so that we can become, we can become like little children and be present, curious, playful, allowing, and in the moment. And I believe that's where the kingdom of heaven is. It's here. It's now. If you're willing to have the courage to go inside. I absolutely love helping guide people to find that gratitude that's within. The biggest obstacle in the way is your unwillingness to feel your feelings and the story that you have about them. Gretchen says, knowing how to be present and fully engaged has given my children the greatest gift. They feel truly connected and free to be their true self in my presence now. What a gift to learn these tools from you, Dr. Nima. Thank you, Gretchen. And you know what? You had a rough time. Gretchen has an interesting story. She's been following me for, I don't know, five, six years. And she's always avoided coming to work with us. And when she finally jumped in, she, her biggest reservation was, I feel like loving myself is not Christian because it says in the Bible you shouldn't love yourself or something to that effect. And a, that was a big block for her. And so we had to show her, and that quote was really great, uh, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. And when she did, as she's saying, her parenting went up. Her relationships completely transformed. And Gretchen, I'm curious, how's your health transformed since we were able to heal those younger parts of you? Because it's all related. I discovered that if we don't take care of those younger parts of us, if we don't reconnect with those younger parts of us, then we can never fully heal. Whatever you're trying with the doctor, whatever therapy you're doing, whatever personal development, you cannot bypass the responsibility of connecting with those younger parts. And so that's really what this this is about. Let me just see. I can't. Awesome. Podcast at the right time and you're speaking to my heart. Thank you. Mary, I'm so grateful. Um, if you haven't yet watched our my tr trigger-proof training, let me know just in the comments section. Just say I want the training. That's what I. Let's go ahead and write that down. I'll send you a DM, and it shows you the the steps to becoming trigger-proof. Like 
all the steps I went through to go from single, not being able to commit, oh, not being able to commit, not having, I've dropped 20 pounds and healed marriage too. Wow, great work. Well, this little fucker's calling on me. So I'm going to take care of him, and I think we're going to go to Costco and go shopping right now. So I just wanted to drop this little, um, you know, message from Dominic to you. This came straight from Dominic through me to you, and I plan on using him for wisdom. <laughs> He's my new guide. He's my new mentor, where I'm just going to watch him and go, how do I be more like him? <laughs> just go ahead and write down, I want the training, please. That's the first thing I want you to do. Number two, if you know somebody who's really stuck with relationship dynamics, who feels um, like they're, they're overrun by resistance, are running from their shadow, not, not feeling safe in their body, relationships broken down, um, energy levels low, uh, anxiety running the show, and in Gretchen's case, wow, you've dropped 20 pounds and your marriage is healing too. Wow, that's amazing. It's interesting, when your husband met me, he, he called me a charlatan, <laughs> which I get a lot from the husbands who are like, who is this guy? Uh, they don't like me very much until the partner transforms and then, th then, the, then the, the husband is, or the wife or whatever is like, wow, he's not so much of an, so much of an asshole, but I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, go ahead and write down, I want the training. And then what I'd love for you to do, like, wow, we have two, 2.1 thousand members. We started this just a few months ago when COVID started. And I've been doing these trainings just to help people become more resilient to their triggers, not to become so hard on themselves, have more compassion towards themselves. I'm studying breathwork, and this is so good to know, too. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Gretchen, I got nothing but absolute love for you St straight from the beginning. Thank you for your courage to jump in, even though you were scared and you were checking out many times. That's part of the part of the journey many of us go through. Healing is not, you know, just a straight kind of road up. It's up and down, and you got to have a willingness to be committed to loving you. That's it. You have to be willing to go back and rescue and heal the little one inside of you that got dissociated and disconnected because of parents and a society that made you wrong for your feelings, made you wrong for your expression, uh, made you wrong for uh, really letting your emotions out. And our healing is all, it's, it's, it's a lot simpler, yet it's not that complicated, it's not easy, but it's not that complicated. It really goes back to returning back to our state to become like this. And um, it's neurological, it's spiritual, it's uh, esoteric, it's uh, biological, it's chemical, it's hormonal, it, 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 it impacts all parts. And so the trainings that I do is a little bit of spirituality, a little bit of neuroscience, a little bit of woo, uh, I, I pretty much put it all together in a in a clear-cut methodology that's not simple it's simple but it's not easy it's for it's not for the faint of heart so go ahead and write in the comments I would love the training uh, or send me a DM here's what I'd rather you do send me a DM and outline your story what is it that you really want to accomplish where are you stuck and then I'll send you a training and it gives you the um, 
the a promo code it's a it's a 90 minute training on what you need to do to become trigger proof and all the steps it takes it's 90 minutes long and uh, i have a uh, promo code that makes it free just message me uh, your story dm it uh, and then what i'd love for you to do is think of about four or five people that you really know needed to hear this message and go ahead and invite them in to this group and tell them why and um, I just wanted a chance to introduce to you my little boy and give you the little tidbit of what gift that he gave me this past week. I mean, this is just the beginning. I'm learning. I plan on learning a lot more wisdom from him. But whatever he teaches me, I'm gonna, I promise to share it with you. So giving you lots of love and uh, see you at the next perfect time.